Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Jen Lowry Writes. I am so honored to have Jaden Watkins with us today. Guys, check out Jaden over here. Hey, Jaden. Hey, hello. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. Look, I have the ebook. I got it on pre-order as soon as I found out about Jaden's book. Jaden, where's your paperback? show it out into the world it just came out this week guys and i had an opportunity to snag up Jaden for his virtual author tour and have him on the show his book is called higher heights the past is behind me and the future is before me it's a 40-day devotional about achieving your goals and being the person that god made you to be as a young 12-year-old author, Jaden Watkins' mission is to spread the word of God as much as possible. Now, he's a motivational speaker, he's a podcast host, and he spreads the message of Christ through social media, preaching, and his author life. Welcome, Jaden. Hello. All right, Jaden. So, author tour. Talk to us about how this experience has been with your book being released. So this experience has been wonderful. I have learned many uh, new things. Um, uh, more people that I thought that would not uh, be interested in my book are actually interested in my book. Uh, not just young adults, but the old, the older crowd as well, and the new crowd. But my book actually aimed to more of the young adults. But that is what um, I have really been. My experience with this book tour has been amazing, and it has been successful. So talk to me a little bit about when you were, you were young when you started yeah. this book, Jaden. You were nine years old. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk. So, yeah, so uh, actually, what really brought this book up, Higher Heights, The Past is Behind Me and The Future Before Me, is um, I remember I started taking notes in church. So I will be the only person under the age of 18 writing down notes that the pastor would say in church. Now people look at me like I was crazy, but I knew that God was moving. Hallelujah. So another thing, you know that God is moving. No matter what people's face expression is or what they might say, know that God is moving in you. Keep on writing them notes, no matter, like praying in school. I know I'm going off the question. I'm sorry. No, you go, you go. praying in school before you eat people looked at me like i was like i was crazy like i was a monster but if god said does it do it now this book um 
like I said, I started writing notes in church. Then it became a habit just to write out of nowhere. But um, then I started writing it when I was nine years old. It took about two years and um, that really was started. And what inspired me to write what I did write in this book, um, the, my community, um, I am from Henderson, North Carolina, Vance County. So it has very high crime rates. And sometimes people look over the small town, but um, I believe that Henderson is more than just high crime rates. And also what inspired me was that I saw and heard people trying to set goals for themselves, but their past would always hinder them from um, going along with the future and reaching the heights that God wants them to reach. And those temptations, like you say in the book, you know, I want to reach the mountaintop with Jesus, with King Jesus. You wrote that line in there, and I said, I "Praise God!" Yes, you did, Jada. And I am, I am saying to you that the work that you did within this devotional is a powerful testimony of how God can use people, young or old, to spread His message of truth and salvation. It is just a delight, and so when I'm reading it. I'm like, wow, Jaden, I can't wait to talk. I can't wait because there were so many moments that just sat me back and said, you know, I loved how you said these things. I love how the Holy Spirit led you in that. And so talk to me about the editing phase. Like when you had to do a 40 day devotional, how did you decide like the progression of the work? How did that all work out for you? Well, actually, um, everything I, I want to give a few shout outs. Everything flowed out well. My book, uh, my uh, the person who actually helped me edit my book was my third grade um, teacher. Now, was, I did not know she was an author, but then so um, I did not know it. So she was because um, she wrote um, some books and she didn't ever tell anybody. So. Then I said, I, then I was writing and she was like, and I asked if you can, if you, if you can help me write this and said, yeah, I'm an author and I help people. I said, what? <laughs> I was in third grade. So, you know, third grade reaction, but she actually helped edit this book. And another thing, my art teacher um, in elementary school did the book cover and everything just fell in place from my elementary school. And my book is also dedicated to my uh, part of it is dedicated to my elementary school. So anyway, to move along with the question, um, uh, the editing phase, it was a lot of baby language because I was only nine years old. I did not use as much professional words. So it was a lot of baby language. I actually have the actual notes where I actually wrote these things down and it was scribble scrap or can't even hardly understand it. Now, I don't even know how. <laughs> because Holy Holy Spirit can decipher it. Yes. So and, yeah. So at nine years old, you know, I did not have a phone, did not have a laptop or anything. Couldn't even hardly spell. You know, at nine years old, you could spell, but you know, you can spell some of the words I had in here. So um, I wanted to keep the baby language as more editors would say now, um, because I wanted it to be, um, I did not understand the professional words when I was that age. And I knew that new believers, someone who is just now trying to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they will understand as much as more advanced people like me and you who, you know, been studying his word for most of our lives. But for new believers who their family, you know, did not attend church that much, this book will be a great resource 
for them to actually understand with the language that they use. Oh, I love it. And the example that you, there is one example that you gave, especially I think for youth or for anyone in the technology age, talking about the importance of the Bible, spending time with the word and you talk about your, your phone and a charger and how you need to plug that phone. <laughs> that, that is in like the last devotional. How <laughs> you get all the way back there. What you talking about, Jaden? I read the whole thing front and back. Okay, I so here. Uh, go ahead. Here's something about me. So, of course, it's a day to day. It's a 40 day. OK, so I started reading your work and I went straight through. I did it in one sitting, read the entire devotional in its completion, <laughs> in its completion before before I could put it down. And I just soaked up the Bible verses, the challenges, the call to action. To, to all of it that you put in there. And it does flow so well from, from page to page and it builds. And so, yeah, the one about the charger, that one gets you because, you know, maybe at the beginning when you're starting that devotional, well, you're telling me now I, you want me to read the Bible? Wait, what? And then yes, you talk about heights. Yeah. Yeah. And to move to that next level. It does require you to take your next steps. Man, when you said that, I'm like, Jaden, talk about some quotes from you, man. Yes. Um, these, most of the, it's only like three quotes in the whole book that I got from somebody else, but it was a lot of quotes. It was, well, one of them was from Barack Obama. Another yep. one was from my, Maya Angela. Then another one was from my pastor. So most of these, Things. No, I'm talking about you, how I can quote you now. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. talking about how when you say, you know, to get to your next level, I, I don't even, let me see. I can't, <laughs> I can't quote you identical. I can yes, paraphrase but, you, Jaden. Paraphrasing Jaden right now by you <laughs> saying, you know, to get to your next level, to get to your higher heights, then it does require you to take those action steps. Yeah. And I'm like, buddy, you talk like about you. me quoting Jaden, telling other people, well, Jaden Watkins, a devotional author and speaker, spoke some words and just poured some life into me. Uh, I loved it, Jaden. And um, at the end of the book, it was a, it was um, it was things. It went in more depth, like ties um, and things yep. like that. So. Well, uh, somebody said that I don't think you should include something about tithes, but I said, now the church, what would I do without the church? Now, the church, of course, it lives in us through this pandemic, but the church still needs a steady foundation with the help of its members. So I still wanted to make sure the church had room to um, be in this 40-day devotional because this church has been necessary throughout a few years to where people could come and learn more about Jesus. And you say that you were inspired to write that piece in there because of your grandfather. Yes. Yes. And I love it. And for someone new, just like you said, you know, you knew who your intended reader was. Maybe someone that's first stepped into this Christian walk 
well, what is a tithe? Like, what does that even mean? And, and so is it just, you know, to make the preacher's pockets fatter? No, that's not the purpose of a tithe. And so you explain it of how it helps to build up and support the working business of the church so that they can go out and do their work, which is to, you know, to spread that message to Je of Jesus to the people that are lost and yeah. saved too, because we continue to be built up by the church. And so when you put those pieces in, you did wait a little later to talk about some of that. But I found that it's so relevant, each devotional, to build yourself up with that full armor of God. Like you've got it set for people to be encouraged, Jaden. And, and don't give up. And if you've been down... It's okay. I've been down too, but it wasn't over. Jaden. <laughs> Jaden. I was like, so I was like reading it and just so inspired. And I knew that it came from love of God. I could feel the Holy Spirit working and moving through that book. Knowing that it was coming through you to those pages, to those words. And there's a, there is one something I want to quote by you, Jaden, because you do say things that are profound. And so <laughs> you said words can touch people you never dreamed of. Prayers can reach farther than the atmosphere back into someone's soul. Jaden, you need to put that on a side. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that on a t-shirt, a mug or something. But Tell me. The power of prayer, Jaden. The power of not, spoken word, Jaden. I did not get that from anyone else. That came from me. And it, see, some people, and another thing, I know some devotionals are pretty long. But this, I want to be accessible. It, ha it has words that are big on the page. And, um, you know, just one page. One page for someone to just... And start their day two minutes. Just, I mean, if you read it slowly, yes, two minutes, but you can get it faster than two minutes. But that quote right there, um, I don't even know what to say, but it's true. Everything that I believe that quote said was true and it was from directly from me. I did not get it from anyone else. That's what I'm saying. I can quote you, Jaden. Your book is so powerful. And like you said, you know, it's a, it's a, Two to five, you know, two to three minute read. You've got your one pack. You've got it set up, but it's not fluff. Mm -hmm. It's not gloss. Mm -hmm. It is truth. It's meaningful, and the words that you speak can speak power into people to activate their next steps. What's next for me? What can I think about? What is something that can help me meditate throughout the day? And you give the word. You give a prayer. And you talk about the importance of prayer. So let's talk about the importance of prayer, Jaden, because I found that that was a, a strong thing throughout your book. Uh, prayer. I um, Actually, I hosted National Day of Prayer probably um, the first week in May. And that was also a part of my virtual book tour. And to me, prayer is so important because it's a simple communication with God. Now, prayer, it does not have to be long. It does not have to be. I mean, it can be what you make it. Prayer is just a simple communication with God. I know some people say, how do I pray? New believers, how do I pray? How do I start off praying? Well, just tell God how you feel. 
How do you feel? Do you feel lonely? Do you feel isolated? Do you are you grieving because you loved them? You might have lost a loved one in the midst of this pandemic. How do you feel? Are you um, put down with all this work? Are you not able to pay all of your bills? Tell God how you feel. God listens, even though some people say, well, I didn't hear nothing from him. He hears your prayer. And that is the most important. Keep on pressing and keep on pushing because prayer is so important. Jesus, um, <laughs> I'm going to go to Jesus, um, he was on the mountain. He prayed. The devil tried to come against him. He fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. Um, I cannot remember the exact story, but he fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. Um, he prayed in the mountains. Then um, the devil tried to attack him, but he was so full of the Holy Spirit. He didn't need no food, but he had prayed, he had fasted, he had read the scripture, and even more, most importantly, he had prayed. And, and he could defeat Satan without all the things that Satan was going against him. So prayer is important because without Jesus, you will be a ship without a sail. Without Jesus, none of us would have breath in our lungs. Without Jesus, I will be here um, talking to you on today. So prayer is so important because it's a simple communication with God. And so when you talk about your book being accessible, mm -hmm. you know, the world can complicate things. Mm -hmm. You bring it back to the heart of the message of Christ. The world can complicate. Well, what does prayer look like? If you could go out, you could see all these long, lengthy prayers using all the right kind of flowery words, and it sounds, you know, this way. And then a, a person like you and me in the everyday, that's not how I pray. So then maybe I'm doing it wrong. You know, a, a new believer might say, that's not what I thought prayer was about. But you bring it back, simple communication with God and the yeah. prayers given the book, simple prayers. It's a wonderful model for people if they're not sure really how to pray or engage in that conversation with God. You give them practical prayers. So including the prayers in your devotional, was that always something that you wanted to do or did that come later? Well, one of my editor, um, shout out to Deborah um, R. Durham. Um, she um, said, well, it actually was not a um, devotional book. It was actually, because I'm going to say this also, my book was actually just notes to myself. It was not actually a book at first. Um, after two years, I said, I look back at it, I said, this show enough look like a book. <laughs> so I said, hey, show enough does, Jamie. I'm right with you. Yeah. So I said, I think I'm going to publish this right here. So it actually was not a book at first. So it was just different notes in my uh, nasty handwriting, but it was just different notes. But then I put it all together and in paper, paper and pencil and pen, I put it together. Then she said that. Uh, Jaden, I think this might be a devotional book. So it was actually from uh, my editor, Deborah Rochester. Um, that's really um, how, how it was a devotional book because I just, you know, put all the notes in one binder and said, I'm a Curtis and see if I can get a book out of this. So, um, yeah, so the prayers, what really uh, was stuck to me with the prayers was, I just want to, I, when I was writing each devotional, I was like, how do I feel in this moment? At this moment, what's going on around me? 
um, how do I feel? Sometimes I couldn't even write it on pencil and pen. I just had to just be calm. And just sometimes we don't even have to say something in our prayer. We can just sit down and be calm. Be still. Yes, be still. Be still. And know that he is God. That's it, Jaden. Talking about, too, allowing people to see that this is also about community. Mm-hmm. How can you give back? How can you share your gifts? What is it that you could do? Jaden, you're doing that. I I have a wonderful, wonderful thought that you're doing some great things, not just with this devotional, but just in your daily walk. So talk about how, you know, all of this is coming together for you and what are your next steps? You've got the book out. Talk about some next steps for you. Um, some next steps for me. Uh, I'm not exactly sure yet, but I know that um, I'm keep on podcasting, keep on uh, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I'm gonna keep on writing. Well, right now probably was uh, more for me. I'm not exactly sure, but I know that. See, sometimes we, um, some people, go out and help the world when their family is still broken. They try to, for example, write a book. And, you know, try to help other people. It's okay to help others. That's wonderful to help others. But sometimes you don't need to forget about your family, your home. So, in, and whoever's listening or watching, I want to inspire you that don't forget about your family. Your family could be broken and you are trying to help someone else. But what about your family? So right now, what's next for me is to try to help my family, my brothers, my sisters, and my dad and you know try to help them get more in line so i want to help them come um and most of all i still want to be encouragement i'm not exactly sure what i want to do yet but help my family get on the path or reach the heights that they need to reach i cannot go all the way up here while they're still down here and talk to me about your speaking like you're ready to be booked like you're (laughs) like contact me for your next event let yeah. me know. Like, talk to me about that courage that it takes, Jaden, to connect with the wider community like that. <laughs> so, people. So, I just actually, I just had a radio in um, uh, radio interview that came on um, this morning, and um, everyone just, I don't know, um, they just, I just draw so much attention. I don't know what I do, what I say. I just be myself. So, um, but my speaking. I've been preaching and speaking since I was, you know, ever since I can remember. I remember my when I was, I remember giving the sermon right before the pandemic. It was in February of 2020. It was a month right before the pandemic hit us, or before we knew about it. And my father came up and introduced me because I was preaching that day. My father came up and introduced me. And he said that he remember when I used to come home after church at four years old and recite everything the pastor has said. I don't remember it, but he does. (laughs) Someone else said that I used to pray for them when I was younger. They remember it. I don't. Someone else came up to me and said, I used to give them small gifts uh, when I was younger. I don't remember it, but they do. So that's most important that I want to reach people with my um, 
speaking. I'm ready to go out in the world and speak. I'm ready. Um, but most of all, God has to find a say. So I am ready Amen. to go out in the world and speak. But I love speaking. I love encouraging someone with my mouth or with the words coming through my mouth. Because like I like the quote you said, the words can touch people farther than the atmosphere. Yeah. Just a simple prayer. Go back to prayer. A simple prayer just being here speaking and even though i'm speaking the words that's coming out is also a prayer so god hears everything that i say so it's some like something like a prayer so um the public speaking um i like to minister into someone's soul and so being called in that way at a young age it just gives you that opportunity to continue to walk in the path learn grow experience challenge yourself and just to continue to walk because you know you know your gift yeah it is to encourage it is to preach it is to speak the words of the lord i'm just just so honored you know to be a part now of the Jaden watkins virtual <laughs> tour so all of us authors out there going wow Jaden set up a virtual tour talk yeah, about the behind the scenes of that Jaden, because i have a feeling you did that work Yes, I did everything. I mean, every bit of everything. Um, my mother, she is not sorry, but she is not technical. That she's not going through that things. But then, no, I did it all. Really, I started planning it when in March. Um, then, for example, my virtual book um, concert slash lunch is available to go watch my YouTube and Facebook page, Jaden Watkins. And it was an actual show. I had performers, concerts. Uh, it was an interviewer. It was, everything was amazing. And I put together everything, the whole show, the, the booking everyone. I even edited the, it was a film basically. I, I actually edited that and ran that. Um, the cameras, even though I was in front of the camera, I still ran the cameras that was around me so i said and i did not have let me see the only thing that i paid for really was to use Streamyard. so that was the only thing i paid for everyone else volunteered the people who did the amazing performances amazing singers um the um one who played the organ it was very diverse it was not just all um white americans or black americans it was both of them mixed and it was not actually only them but it was other races mixed so that is what i try to do is get all different races different perspectives in this one book uh tour and that's part of going to higher heights and this book tour i plan ahead but i'm not too busy because i go to school but i don't have a job but <laughs> school is a Time job. I'm yeah, a it is a job. <laughs> yeah, then I still do other things as well. So it is a job. But um, to other authors, my advice would be to plan your book tour at least three months. If you wanted to be a huge success, I did. It was Instagram lives, YouTube live, Facebook lives, um, and not the flyer that you seen. That was not all of the dates. I still the radio interview was not on there. The I had an interview with Spectrum News that was not on there. So that those things on that flyer, those are just some of the things. But I did all the cover art by myself. Did my website all I did that, but of course the help of God. Then the yes. flyers I did that. 
I send out the newsletter whenever I have, you know, uh, something. So put up Eventbrite, you know, all those things. But people actually wanted to help. And you can tell if someone really does not want to help, they wouldn't respond to the email. They, if I know another person said yes, but they didn't never get back with me. But if you really want to help, if you really have the desire in your heart to help someone with their book tour, they would. So don't try to, to the other authors out there who are trying to plan a book tour, don't try to push someone to come over here and help with your book tour if they actually do not want to help with your book tour. Because if you just try to draw them in, they're not going to do a good job. So I would say if they do not want to help, don't try to keep on putting them in to try to help. But a book tour, plan, plan ahead and make sure that you keep everything wrote down because our mind can start forgetting things. But yeah. That would be my some of uh, the advice. And so with you out on social media, that's another intimidating thing sometimes for authors, you know, plugging into platforms and, and trying to be present on there. But you're just so authentic. You're out there working social media and you created your website all by yourself. Yes. Uh, I wow, did. it is so professionally yes. done. It looks like you had spent hundreds of dollars hiring no. a graphic designer to do your website. I would say this. I went through um, another thing for the office. Um, the best platforms is uh, Wix and GoDaddy. So those, because some people would, I mean, some platforms steal your money and stuff. So please be careful and remember that. But GoDaddy and Wix. I promise you those are too good. I use GoDaddy for mine. Um, I, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, it's a good platform to use, uh, but I did all of the websites by myself, but I had so many pictures, so many things that I did. All I did was upload it. They have different templates that you can use. You can pick whichever one you wanted. Then I set it up as people can go on there. They could um, see what they could order my book, check out different interviews, see, um, upcoming dates you see you always need to have a event plan ahead of time so even though you may you may uh, often may be listening and say well i don't have another event to do right now get an event plan an event because that keeps your social media up that keeps people keep on you know coming to your website and update your website i would say to everyone update your website at least one time a month because you want new content, you want it to the style to look different. So that will be my um, advice to the websites. Yeah, the website was key for me too. And I actually had to then go into like on the 31st, my calendar says website review, because I actually had to put it in with a different color, a big purple to remind myself, you really do need to check on that at least once a month because I had fallen behind with that. So yeah, I love it too when you said, if you don't have an event, get yourself an event. Yes, and another thing, if you have a flyer that you're posting, Put your website on the flyer. That draws more attention to put it in your uh, to this website. Put it in your bios. Put it. I mean, just put it in your story. But also, I would say is some people just click your story, keep on passing, and they don't actually see a website. Sometimes you need to post things three, four times so you can draw their attention, especially about a website. That's why I say put it in your bio because if you don't have it in your bio and you say someone to visit your website, it takes time to go. They don't want to go on their phone, even though they're on their phone. They don't want to go on their phone and search up your website. 
then they then sometimes you spell it wrong then it says google like well, this website does not exist yeah <laughs> yep. i say put it in your bio make sure it's accessible uh, put it on your flyer so people can visit it and update it at least one time a month i update mine probably every week because i have so much going on but update it at least one time a month it's, then go on your go on amazon or wherever your book is sold go up and check if the your book is still on the website see what your rank is see if you're doing something right and if your rank or you know whatever bestsellers list or recent release that you're on whatever you're on make sure that the numbers is going you know down because down it goes the better you're doing so if the number is the same thing or it's getting up higher you are not doing something right it needs to be decreasing or staying at a level and so I did check the other day, and you were right at that 100, Jaden. Now, I haven't been going on there every hour. I know it changes, but I know you've got to be just extremely happy that the word of the Lord is getting out there into the hands of people. Yes, I am. But I am also great. And another thing, make sure that you say thank you to your audience. Make sure because yeah. if I get yeah. a thank you from you, I don't think I want to purchase something. I mean, if I know you, if I know you, I'll purchase but if you know people go on social media anytime so all you have to do is just say a simple thank you thank you for your support thank you for yep. tuning into my book tour just thank you then you have to tell them go write your reviews so even though you say, <laughs> yeah. go write your reviews on my book because that's what um my another goal i have for myself is to i announced it tell i told them to write my reviews in my book uh tour but i didn't you know say it good enough or i didn't say it enough but thank you uh, uh for writing a review but i'm that's another goal so each week you just said one goal for yourself and your author life mm, set yes goal, then also in your spiritual life set one goal you don't have to read the you know you don't have to read a whole chapter of the bible every day but set a goal so you can take time at least one time out of the week to study is where i'm not talking about read a devotional thank you done even though you read my book i still want you to go pick up your bible on your own and just read it and if you don't have a bible you can still go on your phone and download the app i bet you got facebook instagram on your phone so you might as well yeah. download the bible app and you can get um scripture sent to you but i'll say set a goal for yourself spiritually and set a goal for yourself in the author life at least one week. Uh, if it's about um, just as simple as write uh, a page on my book this week, or as simple as uh, post, see how my social media page is doing. And I believe as authors or as leaders or public figures sometimes, they post things, but they don't like their followers' things. If I don't see that the person is liking my things, I know they see it, but they're not liking it. Go on your um, followers' web um, pages, like some of their things, and if you see the, if they see you supporting them, they will support you in return. Yeah. Whatever you give will come right on back to you. Because it's about community. Yeah, it's about the community in the church. It's about author community. It's all about author supporting one another, just like what we're doing right now. We're sharing the word. We're sharing the platform. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just we need to do more of that, that kindness. And isn't it kind to leave a review and then read yes. your reviews? <laughs> leave your reviews. Yes, because if I don't know what feedback you're getting. So sometimes people just say, 
I'm just going to give him five reviews because he's young. I'm just going to give him five reviews because he's 13. I'm just going to give him five reviews because he's Christian. You know, things like that. I don't want you to think about my age. Forget about your my age when you're writing a review. Don't judge me based on my age. Judge me by, oh, I know that he can do better. I know that um, he could have pushed on this topic a little more or he could have explained it a little more on that page. If you don't say that to me, how do I know that that's going to, what, what do I need to do better if you do not tell me? So be please be truthful about your reviews, no matter if you, even though you know the author, you just say, I'm going to give them a five-star review or because they're aged or because I know them. Don't do that. Be truthful. Act like you don't know the author and just write yeah. the Write the review. Write the review. So um, please be truthful in your reviews because sometimes I don't know if it's a story, if it's a lie, or is it the truth. Because, for example, if I go on my phone and uh, listen to a movie, I mean, I watch a movie and listen, uh, look at the reviews before I buy it. Sometimes I don't know if it's the truth or is it false because, I mean, some people are just hateful and some right. people are truthful. Right. So even though they might say your book is not good, don't be discouraged because it might not be good. It might not be good. It might, it might not have been the right book for them, but that doesn't yes. mean it wasn't the right book for me. Yes, because when I good. read it, it was inspirational. It was encouraging. It poured life into me. And it also gave me simple terminology that then I could go back and talk with my kids about. Yeah that I could share with others about. And then I could say, man, that Jaden Watkins, y'all gotta go and check him out. You gotta go support this young man. You need to get his book because it's not about your age. I told you it shows it's young or old and all in between. When we are called to share the message of Christ and we walk in that way, the Holy Spirit will give us the words that we need to say that can touch someone's lives, that can make a difference, that can make someone stop in their busy world just for that page. Reflect, question, engage with the word, but also talk about how can I be a little better? Not how can I be better than Jaden, but how can I be a little bit better than I was the day before? What is it that I can do to give? What is it that I can do to build a relationship with Jesus? What what can I do to fix this mess I'm in? I can. I need Jesus to help me fix this mess I'm in. And the way that you write, it, it just gets to the heart of a Christian walk, but it makes it so digestible. People can get you, Jaden. I got you. People can get you. And so for young or for old, me old, sitting right here, we can get you. We can connect with you. Thank you. And I just feel to me, when I was reading your book, I would feel like, okay, I can't stop. I know I'm supposed to just read one, but hey, wait, I got Jaden coming on the show. But it was more than that. I wanted to see what was next. I wanted to hear those words. I wanted to see where you were going to take the reader next. And you did it in such a thoughtful, intentional way. Yes, I was actually I was actually in school. Then they gave us a little break. Then I saw this book over on the other side. I picked it up. I said, 
I actually wrote a book. I opened it up, started reading something like I never read it before. I didn't read this book. Uh, I don't know, more than 10 times. I'm picking up reading. I said, and it touched me. It touched me when I just, I. it was like the third page. Let me see. Yeah, it was talking about the path gotcha. that you were walking on. Then it says, um, once you make up your mind 100% to serve the Lord, you can be free. Whoever the Lord says free is truly free indeed. And I wrote that and I've read it many times, but I needed that in that moment. I said, I really wrote that. <laughs> yeah. And so and so that's the thing about the words. And you know the word of the Lord. You know when we pick up our Bible, it is a living, breathing love story to us. And that when we have experience or where we are in our moments, the Lord can speak to us through his word. And it can be refreshing, new. We had read, you know, Galatians how many times. But then when we come at it again a new time, we have a new perspective, a new experience. Something happened. We've got a friend that might need that word. It might not even be for us. And the Lord will show us how that word is applicable. And that's what your book is. And that's why I hit you that way, Jaden. Because your book is a place where people can return to and say, wow, that's a great way to explain this. Now, let me go seek after the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now, let me go and, and talk with the Lord. I really do need to evaluate my prayer life. If I'm speaking too quick, do I need to slow down a little bit and pray to the Lord before I let these words come out of my mouth. And so that book that you've done is that time where you could probably pick it up next week and turn it just random and be like, wait, did I write that? Because <laughs> it'll get you that way because that's what an inspired work will do. And that is what work through the Holy Spirit will also do. So it will be that living, breathing place for you for probably many years to come. You can come back and see it with fresh new ways. I know I have something that I wanted to share too. Another part of the book that I loved. I'm going to, I'm going to quote you, Jaden. <laughs> Let me find it. God is a marvelous God. God hears your cry. But you have to give God time to work it out. Things are going to take time. Everything's not going to come always how you want it to. But it's in God's hand. <laughs> I mean, I know someone else said that Jaden, when you write something, you say something, you end it like, <laughs> like you, <laughs> that really hit me, really. And you didn't say they say I didn't you didn't say that much, but what you did say, the ending part, what you did say is some the end sentence, the last sentence or the end sentence summarize everything that you said. And I someone else said that. I tried to explain something to someone for years, but that one thing, that one paragraph summed it up, but most of all, that one sentence summarized it up. You saw me. I leaned back. I read it, and I just said, lean back, Lord, take over. Because, yes, you know, we ought to get caught up in our time, our way. Sometimes we just need to be reminded that God is a marvelous God. God hears us. And even though it might not be exactly the way we think, it's instilled in God's hand. Jaden. And and another thing that at the footer, I don't think the footer is is on the 
uh, Kindle, but on the footer right there, it says, I am going to a new, greater, higher level, higher heights. So I wanted that in there because I'm going to a new, greater, higher level was actually my debut message. And the book, part of the book was uh, inspired by uh, my debut message. And one of the people said that the book is titled Higher Heights, then the, you know, then the past is behind me and the future is before me. Why do you got that on the footer? That's not professional, Jaden, because the book is titled Higher Heights, the past is behind me and the future is before me. But you got in the footer, I am going to a new, greater, higher level, higher heights. Well, I said that I'm going to keep that. Because after they read each page, they can say that to themselves. I'm going to a new, greater, higher level, higher heights. I don't know about you, but I'm going. I'm going to a new, greater, higher level, higher heights. So that was like a declaration to myself. I was like, well, if I could summarize this up, I'm going to a new, greater, higher level, higher heights. So I wanted people to end the devotional with with that in mind, the de declaration, I may not get there tomorrow. I may not achieve that goal next week. But whenever I get there, I know that it was all to the glory of God. It was part of higher heights while I was going to a new greater higher level. Amen, Jaden. Jaden, I am just so excited to see the future of your just fellowship walk your author career, everything that you've got going on for you. I'm a huge fan. You've got one. You've got a reader for life, Jaden. So I just want to thank you for serving the Lord. Thank you for listening to the call. Thank you for not running away when it's hard. Thank you for giving it all because you do. And I'm trying not to rhyme, but it kind of rhymes. But I do want to say to you, I am just so blessed to know you to see how the Lord is using you in your space to shed the light in a dark place. And so just thank you for that. And so Jaden, you got to tell everybody where they can connect with you first guys. Y'all got to go buy the book. So get your book, higher heights. The past is behind me and the future is before me. It's a 40 day devotional. You might be like me. You might read it all in one day, write it all in one sitting before moving on to your next thing. But however you read it, make sure you get a copy for you, for family members, for your church, for your youth group, for your old group, wherever you are in life. I do want to encourage you to uh, get a copy of this book. And so, Jaden, how can they find you? And you can follow my Instagram page, which is I am Jaden Watkins. You can follow my Facebook, which is Jaden Watkins, my Twitter which is Jaden A. Watkins, but I really don't post on there, but make sure you follow the Facebook and Instagram page. You can go to my website, which is jadenwatkins.com, J-A-Y-D-E-N-W-A-T-K-I-N-S.com and sign up for the newsletter. And you can uh, just stay in touch and you can also email me uh, if you have any questions about uh, any biblical thing, or if you would just like to chat or book me for a special event, you can uh, email me at I am Jaden Watkins at gmail.com. That's I am Jaden Watkins at gmail.com. And thank you for all of your support. 
Wonderful, Jaden. Well, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy virtual tour, busy schedule that you've got going on to spend some time with me and for my audience. We want to thank you. So thanks a lot, Jaden. I hope that you guys have a blessed day and I'll talk with you guys later. Bye, guys. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.